Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's drastically changed my life. Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie. What's up, homies? Another live edition, YouTube for real estate agents. This is where I go live every Wednesday at 1 Central, answering every question that you have regarding video for real estate agents, content marketing, and obviously YouTube. So we've been having so many discussions lately about this whole YouTube for real estate thing and this market crash and this market correction. And that's just really what everybody's wanting to know right now is just what is up with my channel? Um, we're seeing a lot of people say they're they're seeing slowdowns. We've seen it too, but there's you know been some major adjustments that we've had to have made for some of our channels to kind of pick back up. You know they really nosedived. Even our production nosedived for Q3. You know basically the first quarter part of this. You know the first quarter we were up like 40% on sales, and then we got our butts handed to us and kicked. And so I know a lot of you are feeling that too. And when it comes to the YouTube world and the views and the subscribers and all that, it just it can really, really make you feel like you're the only one who's, you know, having a tough time. You look at everybody's channels and you want to gauge your success and it just freaking, it, it can kill you. McBrew, first lag, homie. All right, well, who's going to be the first to throw a question at me? This whole hour, every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Time is for you guys to ask me anything that you have. Or you can talk about any wins that you have. But I want you guys to make sure that you stack me up with questions, anything. I don't care what it is. You can ask me about myself. You can ask me about equipment, YouTube videos. You can do anything, cameras, microphones, whatever kind of question that you have, make sure that you're asking me because if you have it, other people have that question too. So yes, it's just been a tougher time with YouTube lately. It's just been a time to where really what's happening, the psychology of it is is the, the negative effects of this inflation. It, it, that's what YouTube is portraying. Those videos are going freaking bonkers right now. There's a lot of agents cashing in on the view counts of them with all the, the, the negative news. But at the same time, you know, we still got to provide our clients value with our YouTube videos to get home sales out of it. So there we go. We got our first question. I got a bunch of you in the audience. The like started coming right out the gate. Hit the like button if you haven't yet. And make sure that you've subscribed if you are not a subscriber to this channel. If you want to learn how to grow a real estate YouTube channel. And then stack me up with questions because I'll answer as many questions as you guys give me. I'll stay here for as long as you want. But as soon as the questions are done, then I'm out of here. So real quick, we'll get to this one. Stack me up with questions, guys. Whatever it is, I don't care if you want me to stay here. Nicole. Best way to structure your title. Should you be front loading the title with more interesting keywords? Thank you. Okay, so this is one of the things about YouTube that I've been thinking a lot about lately because again, I don't like to give you these like, you're gonna hear YouTube people and yes, you need to have your, your keywords in the first three letters in the, or first three words and last three words. Like I get it, but there's also ways to get your video recommended and, and sometimes especially with more and more real estate agents entering this 
just doing a pros and cons video like everybody else, it may not stand out, right? So we gotta make sure that we're getting more clickable titles. And so the other problem you're gonna run into here is that you're gonna try and do this title in that TubeBuddy and it's gonna show that you have you know terrible search or it, it never gets searched. At the end of the day, right, it's, it's like Houston, Texas. It gets searched a ton, right? Living in Houston, Texas. So what I put before or after that I'm doing it just to make sure it gets clicked more, right? So I started experimenting with this a little bit more like, you know, seven terrifying facts about living in Houston, Texas, right? The other day, I think I did five, avoid moving to Houston unless you can handle these five cons, like all negative, right? And that's kind of where the world is right now uh, with negative news, but they just get clicked more. So I can't say, yes, put your keywords up front, put your keywords, no, because nobody's searching avoid move moving to houston texas it just doesn't happen but moving to houston texas is so you know i do those vlogs or those map videos living in the woodlands texas everything you need to know that everything you need to know is not searched but that is something that i split tested hundreds of times with other titles and everything you need to know for some reason gets way more clicks way more views so at the end of the day you got to really try a few different things and when you get a video that kind of takes off start analyzing why it did it, you know, and start doubling down on that style of video and, and, and that will help your channel grow. So you can go search blogs about your city and see how the blog writers title it. You, you'll start learning what gets clicked a little bit more. Frankie, make sure you guys ask me questions, by the way. Once I'm done, we'll be done. Frankie says, should I make certain amount of videos before placing them on my channel or just post as I go? My recommendation is that you get at least eight videos shot, edited, uploaded, title tag description, scheduled out. I like to stay a good three to four weeks ahead at all times. If you are not listening to my podcast yet, whatever podcast platform that you listen to, Spotify, Apple, you know, iTunes, I have Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate. I talk about this all the time. The mental mind games that you will play with you when you have videos due, it can put you into these just massive spiraling depressions. It can just like kick your butt. And so one thing that I've learned doing this with so many YouTube channels and, and for so many years and is just staying ahead really helps. So if you shoot a video and release it, you're going to watch it for a couple of days. You're going to be looking and then all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, I have another video due like right now. And then you start, you know, scrambling and it, it really makes life hard to just do one, 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 one. So the, the thing is, if you could get, you know, a good four weeks of, if you're going to do four videos a week, at least get four videos done and uploaded. And then every single Monday, you know, you block two hours and that's where you're going to research a title and shoot the video. So, you know, every single week at the same time, you're going to shoot a video and then you're always a couple weeks ahead. If you get COVID, if you get sick, if you got to go on vacation, that way, you know, hey, shoot, you know what? I can miss this week. I'm good. I got three weeks of buffer. When I get back, I'll double up to catch back up. Right. So again, YouTube's hard enough, and when you know you have videos due, it can really make things difficult. McBrew says, what is your thoughts on this video? Number of suburbs that qualify for zero down loan in blank city metro. McBrew, I ain't about it. <laughs> um, I, I want to explain this. I love the questions, guys. So even if I don't agree with it, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm, I'm glad that you asked me this question. In the real estate world, especially in the digital marketing world, what are we taught? Facebook ads, all these leads, and what do we use for lead magnets? 
cheap homes under $299,000 in this city. And you and I both know there's no houses under 299 in that city, but it gets lots of clicks and gets lots of cheap leads. Then we got to try and convert these people that have a 300 credit score and they have seven bucks, right? This is not the type of clients that we want. You're going to maybe get more views on that video. It may you know, grow a little bit, but you're going to get a lot of people who can't afford homes calling you. And I don't want to get down this like steering path or nothing like that, but I only show the nicest things. What can a million bucks get you here? Because, you know, our, I was just looking at it like the Houston stats that, you know, some of the areas getting hit the hardest is that 250 to like $350,000 range, because that's all the people where that 2% interest hike just killed them. But you know, the one sector in, in all of like, so 400 to 500 down 17%. The Houston market, I just read this article, it's down 17%. And then they're like, yeah, well, actually the market from 500 to a million went up, right? So that means that there's a lot of buyers out there that have a lot of money that are still moving and buying houses. So I'm not a fan. You'll never hear me show, see, you know, the, the cheapest areas, you know, zero qualify. You're going to get a bunch of tire kickers that you got to convert. We want good, high quality clients. You know, we've sold 400 homes and in every market we're in, our average sales price, you know, it goes up by like 40% of what the sales price is for that city because we're working with good high end clients. We show really nice stuff and that's just the way that we go. So if your niche is that zero down loan and you absolutely love those clients and that's your favorite thing in the world, then yes, go all in on it. But if you're trying to do that to just, you know, take a shortcut or, you know, in the mindset of real estate agents, oh, I'll get more leads that way. I'd avoid it. It'll be more of a headache. Good question though. Rodil, what changes are your channels making to deal with the changing market shift to favor buyers? So it's not no major change with the channel. We're not doing anything, you know, with metadata or anything. To be honest, you have to ride this negative wave. It sucks, but you know, we're, we're shooting more video titles, you know, about the housing market crash. But then we go in there and we, we fill these people with real life data because they're out there clicking all these videos of these people, you know, talking about how negative the, the real estate market is. And if you truly firmly believe that your market, maybe it goes down a little bit, but you truly really as a real estate agent feel that your market is safe from, you know, major fallout, then go in there and, and prove the stats. What's happening is the negative naysayers are taking the same story you are and they're, they're turning it to a negative, right? That article in Houston was the July market hits the brakes down 17%. And then what I did is I read that whole article for my audience and I'm like, well, yeah, it's down 17% from last year, July, 2021. But last year, July 2021 was insanity. We had like 0.3 months of inventory. There was 150 people offering on one house. It was the most miserable market of all time. And yet they want to say that this is negative. We still have two months of inventory. That's below. Look at on Google. Look everywhere you search. Six months is a normal market, right? So you're getting this negative connotation. So what you have to do is just, hey, you have to leverage what those naysayers are using but spin it with with your positive and, and, and with your truth and with your data and with your numbers and be a freaking real estate agent and don't talk about how the interest rates in the 70s were more. Nobody gives a crap about that stuff. They wanna know about today. So that's the exact way we're talking. That's the tone and that's the way that we've pivoted. And, and what's happening is a lot of our reach outs are going, oh my gosh, thank you so much for that video. Yes, we've been so fearful of this market. There's so much negative news out there. It's like, you really made us confident, you know, and, and so they're reaching out and having those conversations. All right, living in Jacksonville, how do you uh, how to hire an editor if we don't know how to edit? What's the best way to hire? 
I don't know what I don't know. All right, I'll just show you. This is exactly what I do and I do it all the time. First of all, I do have a link. If you ask in the Facebook group for Sphere Rocket, that's where you can interview and get your own full-time editor. Um, they're anywhere from like four to $8 an hour. So, you, you know, and it's really unlimited. They're yours. That's what I use. But I also have, if you go to Fiverr, you go right up here. I love Fiverr. And people always, oh, I've the worst editors. I'm like, I always find great ones. They, it's just about how you prepare them. So I go to right there, YouTube video editor. And then what I like to do, here's my secret, is see these guys up here that have like 4.9 and they have 1,000, you know, reviews, 4.9. These ones are the ones that are typically more busy and they'll take a little bit longer and you're not going to have as good a communication. So I usually go to, um, let's see. Yeah. English. I want like new seller. And one of these guys that has really high ratings, like right here, I will provide professional YouTube editing for your YouTube videos. Five star five. So 20 bucks a video. I would go right to this person. And I would show them one of my videos that I already have, like on Houston, or you can take one of my videos and be like, hey, can you make this video? They'll be like, and, and if you get them early like this, what they're trying to do is build out their Fiverr page to be a level one seller. They will go crazy for you. They will make the most gangster videos you've ever seen. The problem is we always want that top dog. So I always do this. That's my super secret trick. And I've done this with quite a few guys. And I'm telling you some of the best edited videos I've ever had in my life. My dude that has done every single video for all 11 of my living in channels across the country. He did every vlog except for the Portland ones. I always did. I did all those, you know, back in the day when I edited my own videos, but going forward, every video he has done, I found him on Fiverr just like this. He had five stars, five reviews. So every video that you've seen me do from Boise to North Idaho, to Houston, to Nashville, to Florida to Arkansas to Seattle, you name it. He's done those videos for me. He's 25 bucks a video. I'll never tell you who he is, but this is exactly how I found him. Oh, and to finish that though, um, the problem is if you're going to go give him a bunch of clips and, and just say here, edit it. And they're not labeled or anything. And there's no direction. And then you get a bad video back. It's, it's your fault. Okay. What I do now is I shoot these videos um, and in there, I'm going to be talking constantly. Hey, editor, right now, um, you know, I have some B-roll in the folder. It's labeled golf courses. Will you use that? Or, hey, editor, will you find um, a chart that says, you know, whatever? They'll go do that. The other thing is I when I send a video in and if it's got multiple clips, I'll turn on the camera like this. Hey, editor, uh, I just shot you another video. I'm going to jump over to the map really quick, and I'm going to show you where I was at on the map. You know, when I'm talking about some of these roads and stuff, I want you to make screenshots of the map and point arrows at what I'm talking about. And then I, I go over to the map, and I show them exactly where I was and, and the areas. And, hey, whenever I mention, you know, High Valley Road, this is right where I was at. I was riding my electric bike, you know, on that vlog right here on High Valley Road. So make sure you circle that and point an arrow so people know. Uh, you know, so I, I do a lot of explaining to my editor up front. Fabian, do you still think longer videos are better than shorts? Many people are still saying to mix a few shorts in with your longer videos. What are your thoughts on that also? If you want to, but I will never, ever, 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 ever put shorts on my channel. I'm, I'm an average view duration guy. Again, guys, I'm the one who debunked the real estate market of, of video. Everybody said short videos, 60 seconds, 90 seconds max. You know, nobody has an attention span of a goldfish. Nobody had a YouTube channel producing shit. 
and I debunked it by doing longer videos and it took me hundreds and hundreds of videos and I had to understand data, analytics, click-through rates, average view durations. I've sold 420 homes from YouTube and I only do long videos. So there's a reason for it. If you look at my Houston channel, I have 18.2 million impressions and over 70% of those come from YouTube recommendations and browse, right? Suggested and browse. That means my content is so long, I have such great average view durations from people finding me in search that it starts recommending my videos out. I get 70% longer average view durations on suggested videos because YouTube knows, hey, shit, anybody search in Houston, Texas, we're gonna put this dude's videos in front of them because this is what we can, uh, we know people watch the longest and we can feed advertisements to. If you wanna just only ride the views train and you only wanna be an entertainer, then go all shorts. You're gonna get 8,000 views right out of the gate and then it's gonna die and plateau. Again, I want something that builds me a long-term brand. You're not finding YouTube shorts sitting there in search. My kids are two, seven, and 10. They'll be able to use my YouTube videos for real estate in 10, 15 years, which I'm not even gonna get them into, but they could. And that's just my thoughts. So anybody want to do YouTube shorts, you put them on a stage with me toe to toe, I'll smack the dog piss out of them because they don't know what they're talking about. How's your non-real estate channel going? Are you the one in the videos or are they more like voiceover vids? I am 100% on it. My competition is all voiceover and that's where I'm separating myself. Um, I have a new YouTube channel for you guys who didn't know and I'm not telling you what it is yet, but in the first 18 days and a few hours, I gained my first thousand subscribers and monetized it. It's now about five weeks old. I've made over $3,500 in AdSense in just a month and a half. And I'm hoping in the next, in about three to four months, be making about eight to 10,000 a month in ad spend. So I just ride news, but I, I'm very passionate about it and I'm making killer videos on it. So it's, it's, it's going, it's making me want to forget about YouTube for real estate because I'm having a great time doing that. But thanks for the question. Fabian says, do you need a video? Do you need a uh, about video as the first video so you look professional to be hired? No, because this is what I wear in every video. Sh shorts, I wear my Crocs, my Jordans t-shirt, and I've sold 420 homes being not professional. Being professional, you're just another greasy realtor unless you love dressing up. If that's who you are, if you love looking fresh, looking tight, you love luxury, then own that shit. That's your, that's your niche. Own it, right? But um, no, the about video, again, that's a short video telling people how great you are. Your YouTube channel is about your city, right? This is what I had to debunk. Everybody at the beginning said, a channel needs to be about you. You need to have your squeeze pages, your landing pages, your number, your email, have all these cheap homes, have all these mousetraps, have all this real estate stuff. No, my YouTube channel was about Portland, Oregon. So my videos are all about Portland, Oregon. They're not about me. Nobody cares about me. They want to know what it's like to live in these cities. So you got to make the channel about the city. In fact, the more or less perfect, more you can be yourself, the more business you'll get. Fabian says, thank you for all of your info. You're amazing. All this is for free. You give so much more important info than Karen Carr minus the $1,500 fee she charges. I just do my thing. I love Karen Carr. She's actually... You know, when I first learned about YouTube was through her, but her ways just weren't working for me. And, and I just didn't like the talking escrow and inspection and the restaurant interviews. And, and she also talked about not putting calls to action till the very end. I never got any business. So I put calls to action at the beginning of the video and I changed YouTube forever. So Karen, I thank her every day because she gave me the idea for YouTube, but like the actual 
nuts and bolts of these living in channels and all that came from me. And that's all came from data and analytics. I, that's why when you ask me this question about shorts and stuff, I'll go toe to toe with anybody in the world because I know my numbers, my data, my metadata, my statistics, my average view durations, my click through rates. I know all that better than any human alive because I literally got obsessed for years on end. And that's how I was able to, you know, sell 400 plus homes and teach thousands of agents, you know, the correct way of doing this. So, you know, Karen's great too. She's, she's somebody's cup of tea. And, and, uh, you know, for me it was just, and especially when I started doing the vlogs, like I invented that real estate vlog. That's when I got away from doing, you know, she was really heavy on that, like escrow stuff. And, and I was just like, man, I hate shooting these videos. I don't know anything about it, nor do I care. Then we started doing the vlogs, but yeah, I give it all away for free. I always have. And if you haven't yet go to any podcast platform, Search Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate. I talk like this every day. You guys email me your questions and I answer it while I walk to the gym every day. So uh, make sure you're going and looking at that. McBride word. Thank you, homie. Nicole says, I have 12 videos up, but my views aren't great. Average is 45. I think it's my thumbnails because click-through rate is low, like under 1.5%. Am I thinking too much about it? Just needs more time. No, if your channel's new and your click-through rate is that low, you've you've got some really serious issues. It may not always be your thumbnail. That that thing gets thrown out a lot. A lot of people who don't know what they're talking about will say, yeah, your thumbnail's 97%. Look, thumbnails are great. They can stop. You can get better click-through rates with better thumbnails, but the titles have a lot to do with it too, right? So if it's a very funky title and you're trying to get a bunch of keywords in there and it just doesn't read right and it doesn't entice me to click, I won't click, right? So I was asking my kids the other day because my daughter's seven. She just turned seven and she's all about, she's just learning how to read. So it's that thumbnail that gets her. My son's 10. I said, hey, dude, do you just look at thumbnails? He goes, no, no, no. I read every single title. So I do this too. When I'm looking for stuff on YouTube, it's usually a thumbnail catches me, but that title better have what I want in it. I, I examine the title longer. So that's something that you might need to start tweaking up too. And what's working right now, negative. So I would shoot a video, you know, now's the worst time to buy a house in such city. And then just be like, look, if you're thinking about buying right now and you're looking at a $500,000 house, you know, six months ago at 3% and now it's five and a half percent, then yes, it's bad. But let's talk about the positives of buying a house right now at 500,000. First of all, we're going to get it for 500,000 or maybe 475. Six months ago, you were going to pay 650 out of pocket, no inspection, appraisal gaps. It was a mess, nightmare, 80 offers, breakdown, right? So those videos will get you more views. But Nicole, you've got 12 videos up. That's better than 99% of the people. And you're going to get a video that takes off. And when it does, you know, hey, that's what I need to focus on, right? Living in Florida. Thank you. You bet. Should we remove our shorts or unlist them? I mean, I would. I, Guys, and it's me. If somebody out there does an entire YouTube channel on YouTube shorts and they close 400 homes from it, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring them up. I, I love it. The problem is a lot of this stuff gets thrown out there, right? It's just like TikTok. It's just like, you know, these Instagram reels and all this stuff. Like everybody talks about views and how great it is and look at me, but are they closing deals? This is what made me spend, you know, 14 months of my life chasing dreams. What made me spend tens of thousands of dollars because all I wanted was views and subscribers. And that's who's getting these stages right now. Oh, I look great. I got a million TikTok followers. It's like, yeah, because you're a prison guard talking about prison stories, not real estate. You have to realize, like, I'm just not going to do it. But if you can prove that these YouTube shorts work and you sell homes from them, then go all on it. But I can tell you right now, YouTube shorts, they just really give you, I mean, think about it. It has to be 59 seconds or left. 
less. That means the max you can get is a 59 second average view duration, right? And so that's something I, I feel it, it kills your channels. YouTube came out and said, no, it's great to have a mix of both. That's because YouTube is competing with TikTok. TikTok stole a bunch of traffic. So of course they're going to say that, but I'm just not a big fan of it. Fabian, please give us two to three calls to action you use in the start of your videos. I don't use them in the start. You got to hook people. It's a search engine, right? So people are searching something. That means the very first thing you need to do is answer their question. That's content marketing, right? So when you answer their question, you have to start the video with the question, right? And so once you get that in there, answering their question, that allows you to get your call to action in. My call to action sounds like this. What's up, everybody? This is Jackson Wilkie with the Living in Houston, Texas team. If this is your first time to this channel and you want to learn everything about what it's like to work, eat, sleep, live, play, and the best areas to live, make sure you tap that subscribe button and you click the bell so you never miss a video. And we get so many phone calls every single day from people moving, relocating here, and we absolutely love it. We're the number one relocation team. We've helped over 200 clients move and buy houses here, and we absolutely love it. So if you're thinking about moving to Houston, Texas, make sure you give us a call, shoot us a text, send us an email. So a couple calls to action was, hey, you wanna learn everything about my city? I do videos every week all about living in Houston. Make sure you subscribe. They're like, hell yeah, that's what I want. Hey, we work with people every single day, moving, relocating, they call us and we absolutely love it. Boom, I'm gonna call them. That's what happened when I went away from that, what Karen taught was at the end because only what, 15, 10% of the people actually watch to the very end of your video. You're lucky to get 30% of them. That means 70 to 80 to 90% of your traffic never heard your call to action. And the very first video I put the call to action after my hook, we got about 14 phone calls the next day. Oh my God, thank you so much. We didn't even know you were in real estate. So got to have those calls to action in there. Margaret, everything you say is true. 100% you demand. Thanks, homie. I just say it the way it is. You know, it's, it's, I'm sick of being, you know, toyed around with all these beautiful accolades and views and stuff. It's like, let's get into home sales here. All right. Trying to share slash export my video from iMovie and it keeps saying files are still being shared by camera. I've imported the two video clips we are using and it still won't let us help. So sometimes when you have issues with iMovie, it could be storage space too. If you have like 128 gig laptop and you have all these applications running and then you have iMovie open, open and the files are too big and you have less, like it can really make for a mess in your editor. So that's the first thing I would look at. The other thing is make sure when you export a video out of iMovie or any that you're using um, not Apple Apple Pro Res. When you export it, go to settings, and if it's at Apple Pro Res, your freaking video is gonna be like 30 gigabytes. It's gonna be massive. I do it at H.264, I think is what it is. Look for that one, click that, and that 30 gigabyte video now is gonna be like 1.2 gigabytes. So that's another way to shrink the videos right there. As for files saying being shared by camera, I'm not quite sure unless you have your camera still plugged in. So I use a chip and then I plug that chip into the computer and I pull the, the clips from that chip onto my editor. So that's really my remedies that I can come up with right now. Ask, go to our Facebook group, Channel Junkies YouTube for Real Estate. If you ask that in there, you'll probably get better answers of somebody who went through exactly that. So you think that I should change the titles around on my old videos? What's a good click-through rate? So when I start a channel brand new, fresh, in a new market, whatever, I'm really looking like a lot of my videos, I'll have like 13 views at the end of the week and I'll have like a 27% click through. Like I just know exactly how to title it and what, what thumbnails, right? 
<clears throat> if that video has 20 views and it's like a one and a half percent click through rate, something's something's bad. Like I got to completely change that title and that thumbnail. Sometimes it's irreversible like that. It just did not work well, you know, whatever it is. But yes, you can tweak titles and thumbnails. I still to this day go in and tweak titles all the time. I tweak thumbnails all the time. I've tweaked some videos probably 15 times to try and get spikes, right? And so I don't think it's something you do all the time, but if you have one and a half percent click-through rates, then yes, I would be doing both. And and if you, the other thing is if your title's like super long too, it's just really hard to read, like really try and shrink that down to the seven scary facts of buying a house in, you know, Nicole, California, whatever it is. So that's going to help out getting those clicks up. Do you think it matters if there are several channels with the same name? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't. I came up with the Living In channel, so I'm always going to name mine that. There's like 12 Living In Houston, Texas channels. All of them are my students, and, and they get business. I get business. When I came to Houston, there was like six of those channels already going and having a lot of views and subscribers, and I leapfrogged them. I, I, I took the lead, you know, and they had two years of experience on me or two years a head start and I, I just lapped them and now I'm sure everybody thinks that they're just kind of following my channel so there can be as many as possible but what you know like our boys in Denver did was living in Denver Colorado dash the mile high property brothers so they kind of branded themselves that way so you know I, I could make a channel that's a b c d e f g and I could probably go in and dominate any market but I came up with the living in thing so I'm gonna I'm gonna always use it Awesome, guys. About lost my voice. Uh, that was the last question. Go to your podcast platform right now. Whatever you use, type in Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate and subscribe to that. Start listening to the walk and talks. I guarantee you will thank me later. Any questions you have, go to the Facebook group. Also, we are partnering with agents all around the world. We give you our courses for free, trainings for free, coaching. That was my three calls I had today with, with our EXP partners. I don't take any of your money, no cost, no splits. I'm just here to help you. Shoot me an email. Um, let's see, info at jacksonwilkie.com. That's W-I-L-K-E-Y uh, to learn more about the partnership. And until the next live, homies, next Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Put it in your calendars. We'll catch you later. Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at eXp Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.